0: get hot real quick.
1: Get a little warm. That's probably hot flashes, Kim. At your age. <laughs> no,
0: I don't have those anymore.
1: You don't have hot flashes mm-hmm. since but your the menopause
2: has came and gone. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> menopause
0: came and gone a long time ago. At her
1: age. Bless your heart, Kim. Bless at
0: our age, it all Appreciate
2: starts it. to go.
1: Uh, Josh, South. Do you do you have this problem when you when you have to go to the doctor or something, and they're like, "How old are you?" and you're like. Let's see, I think I'm 33-ish. You like, Can I just tell you the year I was born?
2: No, I always remember because my age haunts me. Because like,
1: you're not monster. 40.
2: <laughs> Every year it's another tick towards demise.
1: Towards your death. Oh.
2: <laughs> Trying to age gracefully, but ugh, I hate it. These things sure. aren't going to stay on me.
1: My hip your was head hurting pounds.
2: last night. Yeah,
0: they keep sli- sliding on my wig. Are you wig? Your we weave. didn't use spray or adhesive or anything
1: Yeah If you're listening to us and you're wondering why Kim is wearing a wig It's because she's weird <laughs> no, it's not It is too
2: She did it of her own fruition No yeah. yeah
1: I did not Kim always is weird and she looks weird, she acts weird
2: I've never seen her with this much hair though I it's like know Kim, It's really this weird, is, I don't it like it It's an yeah. improvement
1: actually, I like it I like the look, the orange pumpkin-y look it's an improvement. I like it.
2: Hey, It takes confidence to do short hair. It does. A lot of women, they use that kind of as a cape, a shield. Yeah. Around.
0: I love my short hair. Everybody tried. There's like quite a few people in my life that try to talk me into growing my mullet back out.
1: <laughs> you don't listen Please to no. them, Kim.
0: No, I won't. No. I
1: won't.
2: Because <laughs> There's I, only no. a few people I've seen that where a man has had a mullet and I'm like, you could get it. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few, though. And there was a mustache to boot. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm.
0: I, it drives me crazy when it gets just a little bit long.
2: Oh, yeah. You get that little, I call it duck
1: butt.
0: Yeah, I get a little bit of a flip in the back. With a rat like, tail down the center. baby.
1: Now, I remember, yeah. though, on the way to my grandma's house once, several years ago, I was driving, Josh was in the passenger seat, and we saw this guy with a rat tail. And Josh goes, pull the car over. I was like, why? And he goes, I have my scissors, pull the car over, I'm cutting that sucker off. (laughs) I Uh, had
0: one back in the 80s for a little bit until my grandma would drive me crazy enough that I cut it off. Our first, I had to think for a second, our
2: first stepfather had a long rat tail and he'd put beads in it and braid it. But this was Mm -hmm. like heavily in the 90s. But even then, as a kid, I'm like, what is wrong with this man? We found out a lot was, <laughs> a lot him, was wrong with him. That was just the
0: beginning. <laughs> that's not the one you tried to set me up with, was it? It
1: was, but we won't talk about mm. why. He's special. Mm-hmm. Real special. I always try to set him me- up with men, and they're not always <laughs> the best men.
2: Yeah. that's. I don't let people set me up because fool me once, you ain't doing it again. <laughs> I would never,
0: ever go out with anybody that Shane tried to set me up with. Never. Anytime
2: someone sets me up, it's always with, which there's nothing wrong with effeminate people. I'm one of them, but I like a daddy, not someone that has more makeup on than me. I like my pillowcases. I don't want to have to wash them every time you spend the night. (laughs) Which is
1: funny because I feel like something that I've learned having a gay brother over the years is when someone is friends with Josh, they're like, oh, I know another gay Yes. I should hook you up, and Josh's first thing is always describe them to me, and they're like, "He's very flamboyant." And Josh is like, "Not going to work. No, thank you. <laughs> not going to work. We can do Ain't choreography.
2: Work. We can, you know, they could. Yeah, they want a friend. I'm right there with you, girl. Let's go to brunch. But yeah. no,
1: not going to work. Yeah. So, guys, this episode goes out on Halloween, and if you're listening and not watching, I feel sorry for your eyes because. <laughs> Kim is actually wearing a wig today. And that's h- all. Yeah. <laughs> Heaven help us. I've Not joined quite. every religion. <laughs> now she's wearing a wig and fake glasses because, Kim, who are you today?
0: I am Velma.
1: She's Velma. And Josh, who are you today? I'm
0: Fred Jones.
1: Josh is Fred and I am Scooby-Doo. I didn't
0: Fred know Jones. Fred had a, I didn't know he had a last name.
2: Yeah, I looked up his costume because I was going to make it gayer than what you possibly can with a necro tip <laughs> like i had a whole idea and i was like what outfits i was looking at different movies that they've had the character in but i just i did this i didn't wear the pants though not only were they too big they were just very wavy and tight in areas <laughs> so i don't want it to be tight
1: <laughs> i bought a scooby-doo uniform but of course i'm too tall for it because they don't make things for people my height and size so it arrived, and I was like, no, nah, that ain't going to work. I'm wearing the headpiece <laughs> part, and I am wearing a nice little color. color. Yeah, I, I bought this choker is what I'm going to call it, because it's real tight. I have
2: one like it. Almost. I bet
1: you do, Josh. <laughs> I actually thought of you when it arrived. <laughs> I thought, oh, my gosh, that's going to start choking me at some point.
2: It's half the fun.
1: Yeah but I think that we look cute today. I do, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I drew the line at the skirt. I was not going to do a skirt.
2: I even put highlights in my hair. I didn't want to go all blonde, but I was like, I'll do. It came with a wig, but sure, it did not look.
0: I originally good. bought a turtleneck like she has on, and it I didn't like the way it fit. It was a little too small and very snug.
2: You should have did the low-cut V-neck like in the first few oh yeah they have where,
1: where kim, you, had her i don't think i knew that she you, had to be you could have showed you little tatas you know, i don't have enough know. to show <laughs> them, so. you could have you could have got us a couple extra subscribers kim you are I the one it. woman i doubt it on this show and you <clears throat> obviously could have,
0: not because i'm not on the website that you're building
1: okay kim i don't even want to hear it from you today <laughs> Okay, listeners. We have a new website. Evidently, we're going <laughs> to announce this today. This is what happens, Josh, when we bring him on our show, the Shane and Josh Mystery Inc. Show. Spoilers Sometimes ahead. Sometimes we bring him on and she likes to give spoilers. This is what happens. So I've been working hard, hard, hard on this new website. It will be released by the time this episode goes out. So you'll have to go look at it. See, because so
0: we're not spoiling anything. I've not it.
1: shared it yet. Look, she just, I'm sure our listeners can hear the eye rolling happening over the airwaves right now. I do that quite
0: frequently to you. This hair is driving me crazy already. I love
2: her. She's one of those people where she's, people don't know when I don't like them. Because I just, I can make it seem like I do. And then (laughs) anytime she said that, usually that person has, I've heard from their mouths, why doesn't Kim like me? Uh She's, what do you mean? Meanwhile, her face is yeah. Just mean mugging him. Mean My Marta. ex, who nobody liked, Anytime we would hang out with Kim and Shane on the way home, he would be in such a bad mood. Cause he's, I don't like Kim because she don't like me, which is <laughs> so immature. But I mean, it was the truth. Oh, I know. And I knew you didn't <laughs> like him. And I'm like, oh,
0: no, that's just her face. <laughs>
2: that's Inside, just her I'm face. I'm like, nobody likes you, you old, angry old son of a gun. Right. I try
0: to hide it, but <laughs> I guess I... I no, thought I it well, but until you told me I didn't. That's
2: why I smile so much, because I have it too when I don't smile. On our last video, I was editing, and when I wasn't smiling at Shane, it looks like I <laughs> death glares. Like, uh.
1: My favorite is when someone asks, Shane, do you have a problem with me? Because when you're my size, there's no reason for you to lie about it. Yeah, I actually don't care for you. You're a bad person to be around, and you're actually a horrible human being. So Every I'll just be very honest with you. Yeah. So if you're out there and you ever think I should ask Shane if he likes me, don't. Don't ask if you don't, <laughs> don't. want to. Don't. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I will tell you. I used to
2: sugarcoat stuff a lot in my twenties, but now in my thirties, I'm like, they wouldn't ask. They don't
1: know. know. <laughs> okay, so we got a little off topic. Oh, yeah. But yes, website. there is a website. You should go to it. On the website, I put a nice little feature. If you have a a fun story, a mystery story, or a story in history that you think would be good for us to cover, you can go submit it on our website. But also on the website is a place that you can submit stories for Josh to potentially cover for Bless Your Heart segments.
2: If it was either something that happened to you that you want to share that deserves a Bless Your Heart or just something recently that
1: you've heard. Yeah. Yeah. So you should go check it out. It's a really fun website. You can see some fun photos of Josh and I and our grandma, and then Kim, of course. Her feedback was: "There's no photos of me, not
0: one. So not even t- a she's
1: laying
2: that mother guilt on. Oh, she <laughs> is."
1: So I told Kim, Josh, what I will do is, if you go to the About Us section of our website, somewhere All on our the website, the and there's going to be a little button. That will say Kim, and if you click that button. It's
0: not going to do nothing. It will
1: do nothing. <laughs> it will bring you nowhere or anything, but Kim, your name be
0: there.
1: will be on our website just for you. Because we enough- care about you, and we want you to be validated.
0: Hopefully enough the listeners will say, hey, you need to put Kim on there, that you'll actually do it.
1: Do you think they're going to start a petition?
0: Yeah, they might. The f- hey, guys, why don't you start a petition to get me on the website,
1: please? What makes you think that we're going to not cut this part out, Kim?
0: <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Whatever.
1: I know, Kim. Do you like my mug?
0: It's a lie. It's a damn lie. Why
1: don't you read it out loud? It
0: says "World's Best Boss," it
1: but that's does, not doesn't true. It? Mm. Who
0: got you that? It wasn't me.
1: <laughs> I bought it for myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me in the least.
2: <laughs> it's like someone who's a parent buying their own world's best Father's Day cup. gift. And yeah. Father's <laughs> Day gift,
1: yeah. So Josh, I have a really funny story that I need to share with you once I get some tea. We'll be the judge of that
2: if it's funny.
1: Okay. So, I can't remember if I told you this or not because I was going to wait to tell you till today. But I might have mentioned it to you. I don't think that I did, though. Okay. So I was at the doctor's office yesterday and I was in the waiting room. And so I've been listening to this audiobook about the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. And oh, God. I know. You remember what happened at the time when I was editing that episode yeah, in the coffee where, shop your in the Bluetooth headphones? Yeah. And it just blurted out. So here I am in the doctor's office yesterday, minding my own business, just sit down. And my audio book starts playing from my pocket. Oh, God. Now, the bad part about this is on the way to the doctor's appointment, which is in Fort Wayne. So it was a long drive there, like an hour, right? So I was listening to the book all the way there. And I paused it when it got to the to a really good part of, like, not a really good part, but like a... Like a victim, like being killed part. Yeah. Because I was like, I want to make sure I listen to this on my way back. I don't want to stop it in the middle of it.
2: Oh, yeah. I do that too long.
1: Yeah. So I paused it right before it started talking about him killing people. And so that's the part that started playing out loud.
2: Oh, God. Really
1: loud. And then he stabbed them. No, it shot. He shot him, And so he's yeah, he shot him. And I just thought, what in the world is that noise? God. And then I realized people were looking at me. Cause like when you hear stuff like that, you don't immediately think that's me. I guess or, at least I don't. My first thought would be like,
2: "Who the hell had what kind of animal?"
1: Yeah, I was the animal. <laughs> I was the animal. And then you I feel like things move in slow motion when something like that happens to you. So I'm like trying to dig in my pocket, to hurry up and get my phone, <laughs> and then like you lose your ability to figure out how to turn audio off.
2: Pause. Pause.
1: But I had put my phone in Do Not Disturb, and for some reason, the pause button wasn't on my home oh, screen. God. So I had to keep going up and canceling out all the apps until it finally canceled out my audiobook. Oh, it was so stressful. God bless you. I know. That's I might nice. not be allowed back at that doctor's office. That's twice that. If it happens again,
2: we know you're doing it. I know. Well. I
1: know. <laughs> Oh, uh, I'll have to move out of Indiana eventually.
2: That has made me a little extra cautious. Like yeah. anywhere I'm listening to it's something on Bluetooth. It's very nerve-wracking. As soon as a, there's a lag in it, I'm, I don't want him to hear right. me listening to Nicki Minaj talk about looking booty <laughs> or something.
1: <laughs> Getting some tips.
2: I'll be somewhere like... A nice cafe where people are dressed in business clothes and just chilling. And I'm sitting there listening to Nicki Minaj or something else that's provocative.
1: (laughs) Don't want them to hear it. So on the way to the studio earlier, Kim and I were in the the car. Josh, she almost got us pulled over.
0: I did not. Yes, she was driving.
1: Yes. She was driving almost 20 miles over the speed limit.
0: That's because somebody was laughing so hard, he was going to pee his pants in my car. <laughs> you
1: better watch it, Missy. I will post a photo of you laughing so hard, you almost peed your pants. There, There it's your is, fault. I have receipts, Josh. So, <laughs> Kim, you better watch the lies that spew out of that mouth.
3: The so, devil anyway, is alive.
1: the devil is alive today, and Velma better keep it shut.
0: And Velma's feeling a little frisky today because she <laughs> she don't look like herself.
1: <laughs> That's so anyway, how I do it. So it reminded me that of, of two stories that I wanted to share with Josh and our listeners today to set us off in a good mood because it's Halloween. People want to people like to hear our stories, right? Now I want candy. It, now oh, I, I want candy. Why didn't we bring candy? Why didn't we bring? I blame Kim.
0: I have candy. <laughs>
1: You have are you holding out on us?
0: Unless somebody ate it all.
1: Is it in your car?
0: No, it was in the bottom drawer of my desk, and I laid it out on the. Oh, no, it's in the cabinet.
1: Josh side. knows where her candy it is. It was on
0: the coffee table, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: so I moved it.
1: Okay, so anyway, so we passed this coffee this coffee place. Anyway, we passed this cop, and it reminds me of two stories. One is Kim. I would like you to tell our listeners what will happen. If ever I'm in the car with you and you get pulled over.
0: Oh, he's going to tell the officer that I have cocaine way up deep in my <laughs> and Real both. deep. Real deep. You got to dig real deep.
1: Real deep. Both holes. Yes, because she has a lead foot. And so it's just a warning for her that she better slow down. And two, Kim, I would like you to tell our listeners and my brother, and Fred, I'm sorry, and Fred... What I did in the drive through of that McDonald's that one day.
0: When we went to Greenville? Yes. We're coming back from Greenville. I think we had been to fireworks over there or something. Mm-hmm. And in Union City, there's a McDonald's. So we were going through the drive-in at McDonald's. And he was sitting right behind me. I was driving. And I pull up and I get ready to pay the lady and he rolls his window down and he goes, Help me. Oh my God. Help me. And I'm like, don't pay any attention to him. He's just an idiot. <laughs> so I pay roll no up. attention to those. She yeah. rolls my window up. Roll the window up. up and lock the lock it so he can't that roll makes up it back. Seem down. Worse? Yeah. So then he starts yelling in between me and my window. Oh, this
1: lady's oh, face looks like. Help help me. Help me. This lady's yeah. face was like, I mean, her mouth was open. Like she I thought, thought I was a goner. And Kim, you know how plain her face is. She's just resting B face all, the time. <laughs> bee face all the time. <laughs> oh, <Kim> <laughs> <laughs> she has resting B face all the time. Kim is. She has resting B face. She's don't listen to him. And then she rolls, like you could see, she rolls, my, the lady's watching her roll my window up and <laughs> lock it. And then as my window you is rolling up, there. I'm going I'm sure. with the window and I was like, Please help. So this lady is like wide-eyed, mm. mouth open. Oh, my gosh. So Kim hurries up and grabs her stuff from this lady who's like just frozen. And then she takes off and goes through this country road. And she's saying, they're going to call the police on me. I <laughs> She was so mad at me. She starts I yelling well, at me. Oh, they was gonna
2: do. fast food workers. I know. They don't and, pay them and,
1: enough for that. And I just sat there in the back just quiet. And Kim just yelling at me. She's like, they're going to call the police on me. And I was like. And I'm gonna tell them you have cocaine in your butthole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the drive-through worker is probably just. Oh, thank God they're not rapping to me or you know what they do on the tic tac. <laughs> <laughs> <Tick-tack. laughs> I hate them videos where they're going through the drive-through and they do some kind of shenanigan. Stupid thing, I'm like, leave that poor worker alone. Mm. They just want you to get your crap and leave, so they can enjoy a few seconds where right. they don't have to
0: interact with the public.
2: I feel your pain. When
0: Emily was a little bit younger, she used to tell me that the thing to do then, because she's 21 now, but the thing that they used to do then to get people to drive in like that was order an ice cream cone, and when they would go up to get it, they would grab the ice cream part and not the cone.
1: Trash. I
2: know. That's why McDonald's doesn't have ice cream. Now,
1: see, I, I don't like making messes. I don't like when my hands are sticky. I don't like none of that. So like knowing that people would do that, like you, I would do that, and then my hands would be dirty. I don't like it.
2: Uh, anything for a l-
1: I'm sure our listeners can just princess. hear your eyes roll. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: such a princess. She
1: is so rude. Okay, so I'm gonna move this along so that our listeners can hear our mysteries today. We have something special. We have some Scooby Snack size stories. Little bit shorter than our normal real long stories. All three of us have stories. Josh, would you like to go first? First, before we do, Kim,
2: I forgot about your skimmy
1: oh, do yeah, nails. Yeah, yeah my
0: skimmy do nails. Yeah, we'll I have to take a picture and put it on the
1: pantry, Patreon. Yeah, we'll we'll take a picture, and if you're watching, we'll include a photo on YouTube. That way, you can see it right now through the magic of YouTube. It will be viewable right now. Josh will have to take one though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Kim doesn't know how to do that. I
2: have that one that I got off your Facebook,
1: but I sketched a little,
0: a
2: little something shafty in it.
1: Oh my gosh, that was so funny! Josh has a lot of shenanigans. I, I'm and
0: telling you, the text messages that I get from these two are ridiculous. Yeah,
1: we have a little group chat with just me, Josh, and Kim, and we need to go to church, guys. We really do. Oh my we, Lord. We I need, think that's so all we're so true. We need a god from some religion to bless us is that's what we need
2: all on tiktok and instagram my messages between kim and i is just different <laughs> sexy men that we find we're like kim's gotta see this <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> we have the same type in men mm-hmm.
1: you know my favorite thing to do is when kim and i have some tea some real dirt on something we'll be like kim i got tea and she'll be like oh my god spill it and then you'll see one of us typing it out. And sh- and then the other one will be like, would you hurry up? Hurry I'm, up ain't I'm on, literally baby. doing nothing right now except watching these three dots until you tell me, like, my world you has stopped. should have had it
2: already typed out before yeah, you even asked. Because
1: me. it's 2023. We're not going to call. We want to see it. We want to read it. Oh, yeah. So we're just go sitting back there. back over.
0: Take notes.
1: <laughs> yeah, if so he's we the one go that's back.
0: got the tea, then I send him Gifts that are waiting, still yeah. waiting. Yeah. Or it'll be a, a lady drinking tea. Yeah. Come or, on. The Let's worst go. thing,
1: though, is if if we can't tell you right now because, like, we're driving or something, like, oh my God, I have some crazy tea. I'll have to share it with you later. You're like, you Wrong. pull that car over. Wrong. Right now. I don't I care know if you now. are on I 465. You stop, mm-hmm. you stop mm-hmm. what you're doing. You can't do that. This to is me. too important.
0: You can't tell me you got tea and then I'll tell you later. Yeah.
1: I know. No, well, you I'm do not. it to me, too.
0: Yeah, I do.
2: Hey, um, Oh, I have a secret, but I can't tell you.
0: I'm like, then why would you Trash. tell me you had
1: a secret? No. Yeah, don't tell if me. If I tell
0: somebody I have a secret, it's because I'm going to tell them what the secret
2: right. is. Yeah. You ain't got something nice to say. Come sit by me.
1: This is <laughs> this is what I say if they're like, oh, I have this thing that I can't tell you. I'm like, I'm going to block your number until right. you tell me. You're yeah. dead to me. Yeah, until exactly. How are they going to tell
0: you if you block their number?
1: Exactly. find a way. Okay, I'm going to block your number unless you tell me. But Josh, you just said something that I wanted to bring up. You just said you're dead to me. Kim, do you ever kill people? Not no. Not like not physically. Would you let me talk? People are going to judge me for saying that. Oh, Ghost them. No, kill them off. We did someone. We, we've done that before. With, oh,
2: yeah.
1: With people who we know. Like, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. When they're crazy. If someone's mm. crazy and you're like. Yep. Oh, I'm killing them. Am Some, my, like, you kill them like off in your head. Like over
0: the weekend you or don't
1: something? Yeah, like over it the weekend. Dead you, to me. Dead to me. Dead to me. You just don't block them on the socials. Right. You block them on your phone. Um, memory. Yeah, like all... It's it's like on Harry Potter when Dumbledore yeah. would just oh, yeah. like, take that memory right out. Yeah. And then sure someone do. later on will be like, do you remember Joe Schmo? And you're like... Nope. That doesn't sound familiar to me at all. No clue. I have no memory of who you're talking about. And they're like, they've been around all your childhood. I have no idea who you're talking about right now.
2: Sounds like a dead
0: person. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) They must be dead. I've had people, (laughs)
0: I've had people, uh, I'm not going to say what my last name is, but I've had people say, oh, do you know? Nope. Mm -mm. Sure don't. And knowing damn well that I was related to him when I was (laughs) married.
1: And what's funny, though, is like when you kill someone off and you've blocked them on everything and somehow later on, They still find you on one of the the 15 emails or social media accounts that you forgot about. Right. And you're like, did they not get the hint that you cannot find me on any other forms of contact? a,
2: A mistake?
1: Yeah. So it's just funny how not everyone does that, I guess. So I learned a couple days ago that's not a common thing among everyone i guess
2: they don't just kill off people and yeah
1: because i used the, the phrase oh that person's dead to me and they're like what are you talking about and I, and I had to explain it i was like no like if they're dead to me i no longer have any care right. about what's going on in their life mm-hmm. i don't think about them anything i wish
2: them no goodwill or bad will. yeah i just indifferent them i don't
1: who um. they who that who that Who dead? New number, who did. Don't know Yeah, yet. exactly. Who? Yeah, dead to me. So yeah, I, I just call it killing them off. It's the trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Shane's trauma, dude. Right. Yes.
2: I'm good at it, yes. though, because I'm one of those even, like, good friends, unless I have a constant reminder of them yeah. around me, I'm, like, horrible at just... Oh, sure. Like, you know, every few weeks I'd be like, oh... Let me text this person or hey you still how's it going? I mean, there's no ill will or anything between us. It's just yeah. out of sight, out of mind. Yep. Until yeah. I scroll over on I'm on Facebook or something and I'm like, oh yeah, that person yeah. exists. Let me like their post.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> mean, let me show them that I'm a real person still. Yeah. The best way that I can explain it to people who have no idea what I'm talking about is if you've ever been in a bad relationship with someone and then you've ended it and then you realize that you can no longer communicate in a form, that's what I'm talking about. Like you have to just kill them off.
2: I did that, tried that with that one and he called the cops. He died.
1: <laughs> he actually did die. I mean, that's the form. That's the best form of killing them off though is if they do eventually.
2: Not, I mean.
1: Because Earl had to die.
2: I told you quit drinking.
1: <laughs> I told you quit <laughs> drinking. We, listeners, we wouldn't make fun of him if he wasn't an ho- absolutely horrible, despisable, despicable human being. Human being. Was.
0: I agree. <laughs> was. I tried real hard to pretend like I liked him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I
1: Absolute
2: tried real Every single time we'd hang out with you, he'd be like, yeah. Kim, don't like me. I just know it. Great. I'm like, no, she don't. No,
1: she don't. <laughs> I acted, well...
2: I was respectful.
1: Yes. I was respectful of your relationship. And call it that. (laughs) You could call it that. But he knew that I would beat his butt. Yes. I I made sure that he knew that I was a lot bigger than him. And so I made sure that he was scared of me because I was your bigger brother.
0: I just flat out ignored him. I don't (laughs) know. He'd come up and say hi to me, and just keep walking.
1: Keep walking. Uh, that's one of, that
2: was my first real relationship, uh, my longest relationship. But again, I had that mindset like a lot of older generations do if something's broke, you fix it. Yeah, but sometimes you just gotta throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. It Amen, can't be brother. Fixed. Yeah. Now I have that mentality where they oh, can't fix it, just throw it away.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. I agree. Yep. Toss it so toss some moral of the story today. I guess we can just be finished with this episode. I, I mean, geez, we just gave you guys a whole show without giving it getting into <laughs> Happy our Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they won't take their mask off in front of you, throw them in the trash, kill exactly. them off in your head. That's what
2: it was too. He wore a mask that he was a nice man. Yeah. And then as I got see, deeper.
1: Yeah. But I'm very good at having this sense of if someone is a good person or not, and it's probably to be honest with you, like the type of trauma that we've been through. So like I intentionally, yeah. Yes. And so if I feel like someone is not stable or has a lot of problems, my body tells me not to be around them because they will put me in a bad situation. And so I knew that from being around him. But again, when someone's in a relationship with them, you can't just be like, hey, Josh, he bad. Someone
2: should have. I want to listen. Uh, it's easy to <laughs> say you that, if but we've friend, all. I know people and I know the difference between, oh, they just don't want me to be happy versus they're mm-hmm. genuinely. And there's only a few people who I feel that would be comfortable enough to mm-hmm. approach me and say that. You guys are one of them. I knew Kim did.
0: I hit it so well. <laughs> Come know.
2: on like me when there's a good looking man i think oh i have poker face on he has no idea i'm checking him out
1: meanwhile like that cartoon "Ah, yeah no it's funny that you say that so in your situation you would have preferred if someone recognized that he was a bad person that that we recognized that there were red flags you would have rather if someone been like josh he is a piece of crap Yes, because at that time
2: butt. I was what I call obsessed with toxic positivity mm. where I'm like, I can love the hurt out of him and love the alcoholism out of mm. him and I can make him be a nice, decent human being if yeah. I love him enough. And it just, the more I put into it, it seemed like the less he was putting into mm. it and... Any affection that was there just turned into resentment. Where A week before I broke up with him, we were coming back from my best friend's house, which he didn't like to go to anyway, because, oh, people that liked me. (laughs) He said something about, oh, he could do anything, and he knows I would never leave him. And I was so done at that point. I said in my head, I didn't say it out loud, but I did. And I was like something like, I wouldn't say that. (laughs)
1: Excuse me.
2: (laughs) Nothing. Oh, no, bide your
3: time.
1: I think for people like us in that situation, I think we're always afraid of if we were to say something that you would think that we are trying to butt in and right. you would be putting us out of. We would, we're always afraid of trying to be on the outskirts of your life that we might get pushed away out of your life. And when you yes. recognize that someone's in a bad relationship, you don't want them to be isolated from their friends right. and family because their their situation will get worse.
2: And that's what he wanted. Yeah, like he kept right. actively tried to isolate me right. from any type of support yeah. that wasn't him. Right. And I, you know, I'm. What was funny is he thought he was the most, you know, the smartest man in the world, but I outsmarted him at every turn. Literally, yeah. And I'm like, I recognize what you're doing here. It's you're yeah. not like. I'm going to I'm not going to choose you over my brother and my best friend. Right. Are you crazy? Right. Uh, I've known you for a few years, then yeah. for
0: decades. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 always a fine like almost like a teeter-totter where you have to try to like get them to see on their own time what's happening without trying to overstep but you you don't know how much to say, when to say because you don't want to further them to be further isolated if the person who's doing it to them finds out, right? And them being in a worse scenario, you know, you want them to still come to you and talk to you, and if they need something, come to you.
2: There were signs, though, in the breakup that you could tell I was preparing for. Oh like yeah. The how the place we were renting was in my name. All the utilities <laughs> were in my name. I was like, I ain't letting his ass
1: because
2: I want you know. If, when i'm if i'm finished with this i don't want to (laughs) move
1: yeah one of my favorite sayings that one of my friends told me once when i mentioned to her that i felt like she was in a bad relationship i was blunt about it and she was like some of my friends have have hinted towards this
2: shane's like he's trash
1: yeah i was (laughs) like but this is what i've noticed like he's bad and all this stuff and she's, they've said these things. And now that you say this, I realized what they were trying to say, but they were so vague. She's, this is how white women in relationships get killed. But <laughs> I was like, you're not wrong. Because we always feel like we have to ride this line because we don't want you to get isolated, but we want you to know, but we hint towards yeah, it. And we, don't, we aren't overly, so it's just, it's always this weird line that you always ride. And boy, we got off topic real quick, I didn't know. we? yeah Who,
2: where are we i know
1: <laughs> what year is it now josh <laughs> we're all
2: highly caffeinated yeah. today i feel and... like we're
1: i bet we're we got at at into some mushrooms or something
3: <laughs> <Right>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> josh do you want to go let's just go down the line
2: here Yeah, i will go first yeah, go ahead. and i try to make it a small mystery but i i have we know how i goes. condensed it but i didn't want to i it's harder for me to stick with like when someone says oh you need to make it 4 minutes yeah. that is the hardest thing in the world probably. I got it my mystery plays into one of my fears which is what is underneath the water when i'm swimming everyone always told me that anything in the water is much more afraid of me than i am of it but i don't see fish hyperventilating when a piece of seaweed touches their legs <laughs> And let me be clear that I'm not afraid of fish. I have an aquarium, and I go fishing. And our last name is Waters for crying out loud. But I do let my fear stop me from swimming as much as I like to, which is why I fish.
1: Oh my gosh, guys! I forgot to push record. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. is
2: that right? I smack Are oh,
1: you, you serious? Grab him the... by the collar, Kim. No, it's a choker. That would hurt. That's the point. I hey, like at least I wouldn't have had
0: to edit that hour and a half. Of-
1: <laughs> <laughs> All that brilliant material would have been lost. Go ahead, Josh. I'm sorry. No, but while we're paused, you saying that little bit right there reminds me of, you remember when we were at our grandma's house when we were growing up and we had that swimming pool? But we always had... Well water. Uh, Well water that we filled it up with. So it was always so dirty. So I think a part of my fear of water is because we couldn't see the bottom of it because it was well water and it was always murky and dirty. It would
2: be clear before you'd get in it because all the sediment would sit to the bottom.
1: And then our mom and grandma would always shock the crap out of it. So then our skin would be so sensitive. It hurts I'm, when I swim. I, I think today that's why my skin is so sensitive because <laughs> they just shocked the living crap out of it. I mean, can you imagine what that would have done and to swimming us? swimming in straight up bleach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it would turn like this white collar. It was just really bizarre. But anyway, yeah, Josh, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's why we had frosted tips in the 90s. <laughs> it wasn't lightener. It was just right. swimming.
2: Which is the reason I fish and I still like to be around water. But what lay in waiting under the waters of this small lake won't hurt you, but it'll certainly freak you out if you ever took a swim through it. I am talking about the Lake of Skeletons, otherwise known as Rupkund Lake. It is a high alt. I can't pronounce that
1: word, sorry. In some country, some bar Which is far away. a high away.
2: altitude lake in India. <laughs> it lies in the lap of the Himalayas. And the area around the lake is uninhabited and is surrounded by rock-strewn glaciers and snow-clad mountains. Lake is a strong word for what it is. It is around 40 meters long and 3 meters deep, or 131 feet by 10 feet deep. I call that really a pond.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. And our mom and grandma would have shocked the crap out of it uh-huh. well, if we no were swimming need. in it. <laughs>
2: At first, I didn't really think of this lake as a mystery. Yes, even with the hundreds of human skeletons that lie beneath its surface. I assumed that it was like the Florida Bog Bodies, which is a mass ancient burial ground that was discovered in 1984 when they began building houses on the site. The shallow bog pond was a burial ground for more than 200 Native Americans who lived in the area about 7,000 years ago more than 2,000 years before the first pyramids were built in Egypt.
0: This is reminding me of Poltergeist. Have you ever seen it?
2: Yes. Oh, my God. That's one of the ones I like. But that little girl died. That was mm. so sad. Like in real life, the little girl actress. Yeah. If you ever look up the bog bodies, that's an, an interesting little <coughs> read. Mm. And they're like the bog waters mummify them because bacteria or something doesn't grow in them sure. and it prevents mm. rotting. Very interesting. So I thought they were... Bog bodies, case solved. It's just an ancient burial site. But I was wrong. I love that. Mysterious. The bog bodies were all from the same tribe, and they were purposely placed there when a person died. The bodies were held down with sticks, and the bog water preserved them almost perfectly. The skeletons that were found in Rupkund were much different than the bog people. They were first discovered in 1942 by a ranger who was patrolling the mountains during a heavy snowfall. He could barely make out the small lake through the snow, but he decided to walk and get a little better look. As he approached the water, but immediately found that there were skeletal remains all around him. The way I would have run down that mountain. Feets don't fail me now.
0: Hell no.
2: And my first thought after figuring out it wasn't bog people's i would have thought if i was that man discovering Rupkund. oh my god this must be like a yeti toilet mm. there is an abominable snowman somewhere around the ranger decided to trek down the mountain and informed everyone of the grim discovery he had made when the snow had fallen more officials went to the lake to see for themselves and there they discovered nearly 800 human skeletal remains along with a laundry list of questions. Who were these people? Where did they come from? And how in the hell did they end up here in this tiny lake in the isolated mountain area? First, they thought that they were the remains of soldiers who attempted to invade India through the Himalayan mountains. But then they quickly learned that wasn't the case because they saw that the bones were of adult men, women, and even children. Then, they thought it could have been a burial spot from a local village that had suffered from some form of plague. But after further study of the bones, they found out that they didn't show any signs of diseases. The only signs of possible foul play, name drop, were the holes in some of the skulls, indicating that some of them died due to being bludgeoned in the head, leaving yet more questions. Another theory is that they were people who died while making a pilgrimage to a nearby temple dedicated, dedicated to the goddess Nanda. And there is a legend associated with that that a king and his very pregnant wife, their servants, a dance troupe, and concubines Went on a pilgrimage to the Nanda Devi shrine, which is located near the lake. The king and queen had his servants carry them, and that, along with all the noise and dishonor caused by his parting and his wife giving birth, it angered the goddess Nanda Devi, and the group faced a storm with hailstones made out of iron, from which the entire party perished near Roopkan Lake. It is believed that the hailstones could have been the cause for the holes in some of the skulls and played into the legend perfectly. Not that it's true, but I love a good legend. Yeah. Makes you think of Indiana Jones. Today, every 12 years, pilgrims still make the trip to the temple of Nanda Devi. And it is a long and treacherous one that lasts around 3 days up the mountains on thin rocky paths. Pilgrims have been doing that for centuries, and one of the paths goes right beside and directly over Rupkun Lake. It is possible that some of the skeletons were of people who attempted to get to the temple, but had died along the way. After some time had passed and the technology improved, some of the bones were studied. They were so well preserved in the high altitude and freezing temperatures and acidic water that some even had flesh and hair still attached to them. At least the ones that remained in the water. Over time, due to visitors, a large amount of the bones have been either stacked up in mounds alongside the lake or taken as souvenirs. Which, what the hell? Who's taking a a shin
1: bone for a souvenir? And not to mention, that's a good way to get a haunting Right. I'm not about that life.
2: I wouldn't even take a rock from no. there. And you know how I feel about rocks. Yeah. Yes, please. That's my favorite souvenir. <laughs> this rock is from the driveway of our hotel in right. Tennessee. <laughs> and I have one of those Oh,
1: This rock is from outside Dollywood. Dolly Parton's house. Wouldn't that be a brilliant rock uh, to have?
2: I would pay so much for a rock outside of her house.
1: Just, Just a, a landscape
2: and little simple rock. The water was the water in the lake is. The water in the lake is acidic, but it's not very strong. Basically, strong enough to prevent bacteria, but not enough to dissolve the bones. It also wasn't strong enough to dissolve some clothing, parasols, and jewelry that some of the people had been wearing. The parasols and jewelry are things that are also common for the pilgrims that make the journey to the nearby temple. So I thought then, case closed. They were the bones of the ones lost on the journey. But then it was found that the bones, at least most of them, had been there for a long time. The oldest was from 800 AD, and the last studied one was from 1800 And even more strange, they weren't all from that territory. While some of them were, of course, there was an alarming amount that were from the eastern Mediterranean, most likely Crete, which, as a crow flies, is around 3,100 miles away. And those bones were dated to between the 1600s to the 1900s. I've always wanted to say, it as a crow flies Final. in conversation, I'm so glad I got an opportunity. For now, the reason for the hundreds of skeletons found in Rupkun Lake remains a mystery. Their spines aren't the only ones with the chill in them.
1: Because it's cold up there, get it? Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. He is so clever, Kim. <laughs> he is just so clever. <laughs> You guys O-M-G. both crack me up because
0: you crack yourselves up so bad. <laughs>
2: Someone's got to laugh at me. This story has left me not knowing whether to scratch my watch or wind my butt. Today's Southern phrase of the day. Mm-hmm. One of them. I put several in this one. Let's split up, gang.
1: And I'm ready for your mysteries. <laughs> All right, Kim. We're ready for your mystery. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Let's oh, make sure you wait. talk into the mic. I need my glasses.
0: My glasses. Has anybody seen my glasses?
1: Your glasses?
0: Those glasses don't work.
2: You said that a little provocatively, Kim. Has anyone seen my glasses? Has call, anyone call seen
1: my glasses? Has
0: anybody seen my glasses? My glasses. Yeah. Oh, look. My I glasses. Can Slip into hey, something look, I even put this at a great big font. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that
2: earlier.
0: Hey, I'm old.
1: Now, Kim, yeah, you got to make sure you she don't block a reader, yourself from our a big camera. Our head. listeners, <laughs> all four of them, want to see your pretty little face. Since you didn't wear the V-neck, got to give them something, Kim. Got to give them some <laughs> eye candy.
0: All right. We went to Atlanta last weekend. Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. And I had told you that there was somebody buried on the way there right off of 75 that I really wanted to see but I couldn't remember who it was
1: yeah but you know you're always a fun time traveling with them it, it's so fun <laughs> there's we... a
0: dead person I want to go see
1: <laughs> Now we did see someone we did, did see someone oh did we tell did you we Josh tell you? who we I, saw I know
2: who uh, you're talking about a dead person right mm-hmm. okay <laughs> the way you said it made it sound like they were alive I did see the one person you the saw the one person yeah
1: we went to the gravesite of John Benet Ramsey.
0: Paid our respects. Yes, I left a quarter.
1: Yes, it, it's a very a pretty you cheap ass. I know she is huh? so cheap.
0: I really, I didn't expect it to hit me as bad as it did mm. to affect me. Yeah, boy, the next day I was a wreck, pretty much sure. all day.
1: But you've lost a daughter. Yeah, and it's getting around the time that you lost your daughter, and we yeah. were going to a Halloween party mm-hmm. over the weekend. And your daughter had gone to a Halloween party yeah. the night that she was killed. So and it'll
0: be eleven years on the twenty eighth.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's just all a bunch of emotions. Yeah, it was yeah. Send all. Send him it was love, there. everybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or, I can
2: always see his love or dick pics. They
1: take either. <laughs> what all? Any of them? So dick pics.
0: Um, let's not do that. I don't need any of this kind of picture. <laughs> no,
2: they'll send them to us on our mm. message. Josh should I'll take show. them. I'll screen them for you. Okay,
0: that's good. That'll work. <laughs> When I started trying to figure out what I was going to do, I brought this up, and I'm like, that's what it was. That's what I wanted to go see. Mm. It's the Bleeding Mausoleum.
2: Ooh. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I know what you're talking about. It's a tampon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It might. So on August 18th, 1871, a little seven-year-old Nina Craig Miles was riding in a horse and buggy in downtown Cleveland, Ohio, or Cleveland, Tennessee, not Ohio. And we were right through there. Mm. While downtown with her grandfather, she always went on rides with him because he was a doctor. So she would always go on, on his calls with him when he would go out and go around okay. on his calls. They were driving a horse and buggy and a horse got spooked and bucked poor little Nina off. And she landed on train tracks and was hit by a train. Uh, mm. what the fuck? I know, right? Nita's family was really well off. Her dad, what was his name? John, I think. He had owned, previously he had owned ships and stuff. And then once they moved to that area, he had a, like a general store or whatever and would st- sell things to uh, the Confederacy during the world, the Civil War. After her death, they they just couldn't quit. They were mourning so bad. Understandably, if anybody's lost a child, it's that's just the way that's just the way it goes.
1: Do you remember hearing about it?
0: What? When it happened? It was eighteen (laughs) seventy one, Josh or Josh Shane. Shane. You sound like our grandma.
1: Whenever one of us got Shane, in trouble, Josh. she would go down the list. Shane, Josh, Spike, which was mm-hmm. her dog.
2: Yeah, she calls and her And then she'd me. start
1: going down the uncle list. One of y'all. And then she'd finally just give up and just be like, you, In point.
0: That's awful.
1: Now go ahead with your story, Okay. Kim.
0: Since he done that, he was he had a, that commissary for the Confederacy. He actually made the people pay him in gold instead hmm. of paper currency. That's how he ended up so wealthy. Oh. So after she passed away, he bought a piece of land that his daughter that Nina and his wife were both born on. And he decided that he was going to build a church. So he commissioned somebody to build a Gothic revival style church, and it cost about $22,000 to build this church. It was finished and opened on the anniversary of her death. The church was named St. Luke's Episcopal Church due to the day that Nina passed away was St. Luke's Day. Okay. After the first... Or after the church was finished, construction was when the, an elaborate mausoleum for Little Nina was started. The mausoleum was built out of pure Carrera marble from Italy. The walls were, were four feet thick and over 37 feet tall. Jesus. It has six shelves in there for the family members. And in those days, it was big enough to qualify for a small house. So it's a pretty decent sized place. Yeah. I mean, tonight now, no, it's not really. We've but seen back bigger. Then, yeah, we've seen a lot bigger. Yeah, but we yeah. go exploring.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So it was completed in 1876 or thereabouts, about five years after Nina's death, with a price tag of twenty thousand dollars, and in today's money that's about a half a million dollars. So it only cost two thousand dollars less than what the church cost. So it was very elaborate. Yeah. Nina's remains was then uh, entombed in the marble in a marble sarcophagus, and it was it's topped with a carving of her body under a fringed blanket, and there's also a crown and a cross on the top of it. Now, after Nina was embalmed, these strange red stains started showing up on the marble. They would try to clean them off, and they, it just wouldn't come off. People are even saying, there There was a few people that even said that John was so upset with this that he made them rebuild the entrance to the tomb like three different times. Oh, but they would still come back. Mm. So after, after all of that was over, the Miles, they had another child. They had an infant son. He passed away at birth. So it's he creepy. was also, yeah, he was also put in there.
2: You don't get his own church? No, Favoritism. I guess not.
0: I, I know, right? Then on January 1st in 1899, this was years after Nina's death, John had fell on the ice. He hurt his hand really bad. They thought that they were going to have to amputate it. He ended up with blood poisoning and died seven seven days later after that accident. Their mother grew old into the 80s, into her 80s. And then she was eventually hit by a car and killed by a car. Good Lord. I know, right?
2: That family's bad luck. No kidding.
0: All of Nita's family is embalmed in the mausoleum, including her mother's second husband. I can't remember. He he died tragically, too, but I can't remember exactly how it was that he died.
1: Being a part of the family. Probably. They put the
2: stepdad in there, too. I'd be haunting the, the place, mm-hmm. too. Get him
0: out of here. So it's it said that people—it's come down through generations— and people have said that with every body that they put inside the tomb, because all of her family are, is in that, the stains would grow darker. Ooh.
2: Yeah, I know, right? Mm. That's just nasty.
0: There's even been people that have tested it to try to see if they could figure out what what it actually is, because Carrera Marble's not supposed to have any type of color to it at all. Mm. It's supposed to be white, and they've never been able to find out what it was. Hmm. You That's did it again.
2: Creepy. He put a, mm-hmm. a dirty. He
0: thing. said, "I'm a hoe." I d- mm-hmm. Kim. Yeah, I but, did not do that. So it's never been solved on why. Why it shows those red stains, but it has been known to mm-hmm. the locals now as the bleeding mausoleum. Oh Where was yeah, that we should have gone. I, I we, really wish we hit a... St-
1: Cleveland, Tennessee. Cleveland, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. We'll be if, down there eventually sometime.
0: Yeah. If we go back, we'll definitely have to go down. So Let's it see was it.
1: between.
0: It was. It's right before Chattanooga.
1: Okay, so it's between Chattanooga. It's on the way to Chattanooga mm-hmm. from
0: Knoxville, Knoxville,
1: Tennessee. Okay, yeah, it's yeah so to it's on the interstate. Okay, yeah. yeah, we'll definitely have to hit that out.
0: Yeah, it, and there's if you go online and look it up, there's quite a few different pictures of. It's mainly there. The, there are some lighter spots on the sides of it, but the really dark ones are up on the arch.
1: Okay and the interest. You better put your glasses on. Oh. So you can see. So I can see. Yes.
0: Change my glasses.
1: Here, here, I'll give you your glasses. Thanks. I need You're my welcome. Glasses. You want me to take your paper from you? No, cuz I need it for paper. later. Like sex or for the unma- on mm. Josh can barely How handle himself. How you doing? <laughs> oh. He likes some ladies with glasses and wigs. are doing fine.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Officer. <laughs> okay, guys. What you got Shane? So for my mystery today, I wanted to share a ghost story. Ooh, good. Now, this ghost story is one that I lived. And it's going to include one that Josh lived. So I'm going to get Josh involved in this a little bit. And, of course, when we do mysteries on here, none of us know what each other is going to be covering. We have no idea what the topic is. So, Josh, do you remember when you guys lived in that house near Richmond? The big near one? Oh, no, the cabin. Near the train track, yes. Yeah. And you guys would always talk about how you felt that it was haunted. Oh,
2: that place was haunted. <laughs> so,
1: yes. Okay. So, there was a time when I was going to go car- shampoo the carpets at that house. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I had this Honda Element, this boxy square vehicle. So, I was living in the Muncie area, loaded my carpet shampooer up, and I was heading out to that house and at the time, no no one was going to be home that day. But every time I had been there, you guys always talked about how you guys swore up and down that house was haunted. Mm-hmm. Now, why did you think that house was haunted? Just all the
2: noises, all the creepy stuff, and just
1: like you walk into a room and
2: suddenly it'll start to get cold. Or mm. my least favorite, which I didn't do very often when I would walk to go to the bathroom at night, it felt like someone was just standing right next to you, like just had their face right by yours, just as you're walking, just staring right Mm. at you and just give you shivers and upstairs. Like if no one was home, you would hear footsteps
1: and other little knocks and
2: whatnots.
1: And if I remember right, you guys told me that they had built that house next to the railroad because engineers who worked on the trains Used to stop there to stay overnight, I believe, is what you guys had shared with me. But there was also like a little library in the middle of the house, wasn't there?
2: Yeah, that was my bedroom (laughs) when I stayed there. (laughs) And it was was originally a very old cabin and then they built onto it as time went on. But the original cabin and the living room, that was all original. Yeah, it was in a wooded area
1: too, Mm -hmm. yeah.
2: Right by a swampy, looked
1: like from the Lord of the Rings, swamp bog. And when I, when it comes to ghost stories and stuff like that, I normally just, in one or not the other kind of thing and whatever. So I really didn't really pay attention to any of that. So one day I was going over to the house and I was shampooing the carpets, as I mentioned, and no one was going to be home that day yet. Our mom had left the door unlocked for me. So I started shampooing carpets and I remember being upstairs shampooing carpet and then I went downstairs and when I was doing that I started smelling cigar smoke yeah and my mom ends up coming home eventually and I started getting upset because I thought that someone was upstairs smoking cigars while
2: you're down there yeah working
1: working on this thing and I have asthma and it was starting to affect my breathing so my mom comes home and I was like hey I think someone is upset I thought it was one of my mom's husbands at the time That sounds like she had many husbands at that moment. No, it was just her husband at that time. So uh, my mom was like, no, he's not home. He's not coming home until later tonight. No one's here. And I was like, mom, I've been smelling cigar smoke. Someone's up there like smoking it. I'm actively smelling it. And it wasn't like the smell of anything else burning. I know what cigar smells. Stale smoke. smoke. Yeah. So my mom goes up there. No one's there. And she's Shane. I told you that sometimes we smell cigar smoke when that ghost is around. And I looked at her, and I rem- I remembered in that moment that she had mentioned it before. But then I realized, oh yeah. And then I thought that sucker has been standing around just watching me do this, and then I got break. like really creeped out. <laughs> <laughs> right, union, yeah,
2: union break, yeah. <laughs>
1: So I got like really creeped out. It is getting dark outside at this at this time. It's a long drive back home. Oh yeah. So I got really creeped out, and I was like, Uh-oh. "Okay, I'm not finishing this because if this house is infested by ghosts, I didn't sign up for that." Right. So I start like packing up my stuff, and I put my carpet shampooer in the back of my car, and I collect all my belongings, and I'm like, "Okay, you're on your own, mom. Good luck. Yeah, not coming you. back here. Call someone who can help you." And so I left, and as I'm driving back to Muncie, it was getting dark and stuff, and I remember looking in my rearview mirror, and you look it off, it was off in the side of my sight, but I saw a head Mm. in the back of my car, and I thought, oh, yes, that's that's exactly what I thought. I thought... Oh my gosh, that thing has followed me.. Ghostbusters. Like I it must have sensed my presence and, and I was it sensed that I was so mad and so worried and felt so strong about and it being around it. Yeah. So I was so nervous. I remember just like keeping my hands on the wheel. My face was straight, my head was straight and i said just on like the
2: gospel music
1: yeah, yeah and i didn't move my head at all and i just kept looking out of the corner of my eye up at the rearview mirror and the drive is so dark and there's so many trees and stuff so i really couldn't get a good light there was no lights so i really couldn't get a good look at it to see its face any facial features i could just see the shape of a head so i knew it was back there so eventually i start to see the semi coming and it, like i said it's at night. And I thought, okay, when this semi comes, I'm going to look at it. And when I see it, then I'll know at least what the thing looked like. But I could, I mean, it was back there. So I knew it was back there and it was strong enough that the the shape of the head was in the back of the car. Yeah. So I was terrified. And I thought if it's that strong that it can manifest itself, I don't want to bring it to my house and deal with something. Possessed like that, I was just terrified.
2: So you dumped the shampooer on the side of the road. No,
1: so I thought, oh my god! So when this semi starts driving towards me and it shines its light, I'm gonna look at it, and then I'm gonna run my car into the semi. Oh god! Because I'm not gonna I'm deal gonna with join it. Yeah, I'm not gonna deal with this sucker because I thought, you know, why? I was worried about is I'm gonna look at it and then it's gonna like whoom do something stupid. But what am I gonna do to a ghost? I can't physically attack it. But if I can run my car into a semi, a ghost, yeah, they're okay, boy. Ghost, let's go at it.
0: Did you not think that's going to do you in too if you run into the semi?
1: Hey, Kim, this was a quick split decision.
2: Survival. Mode. It
1: was what? survival of the fittest.
0: You wouldn't have survived and, it though. That's the problem.
1: If he's a ghost, I can be a ghost,
0: and then that's he can true. beat him up.
1: Yeah. So anyway, there's a semi coming. And I thought, okay, here it goes. Semi shines a slight in the back of my car. And I look up real quick, and it was my stupid carpet shampooer. Oh, God. And I thought, oh, my God, Shane, you almost just ran your car I've been sitting here into the semi. For... <laughs> yeah. You almost just ran your car into that semi because of that stupid carpet. And it because my car was a Honda Element, so it was tall, so my carpet shampooer, Set up tall. And it was one of the ones that had the huge loop at the top. So it was shaped like a head. And Shane
2: is my first, bless your heart, of this episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's my ghost story. But I really did smell the cigar smoke in the house. And it really creeped me out to the point to where I was, like, paranoid. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know what to do. Like, I thought if that sucker can, like, manifest itself in the back of my car like that, what am I going to do? I don't want to live my life and take this sucker
2: home with me. Oh no. He was some kind of like the energy of I call ghosts, they're just like residual energies, but it was of some old man that had lived there and died in the cabin and liked to smoke cigars. Yeah, he, he got to himself. I think the reason he would kind of follow you at nights cuz that's when he was, you know, older people, they like to wander about at night mm. to make sure the doors are locked and the windows are shut and just you ain't doing nothing are you, are you yeah doing? you have to no good
1: so maybe don't be letting
2: that man in the back door again <laughs>
1: <laughs> so maybe at that moment he was like what are you doing
0: right where are you going i forgot what using the bathroom is right. it's been so long i went to my mom's once when i was young younger and
1: many, many moons ago many, many
0: moons ago and I had – my sister was in from Florida, so I went to my mom's just to, to hang out and stay the night with my sister. And I had fallen asleep and woke up later in the – it was, you know, in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or whatever. I was laying there with my eyes closed, and it sounded like there was somebody in my ear breathing very heavily. Mm. And I'm like, what the shit is that? <laughs> well, hello, I, big boy. Oh. <laughs> I opened my eyes and – I can still hear it and I jerked real fast and looked over and there was nothing there but it sure sounded like there was somebody standing sitting right in my ear just breathing really heavy it freaked me out real bad man I
2: hope for a ghost haunting because if if you have the energy to move crap and turn a light on you have the energy to do the dishes sweep my floor right? at least turn on the dryer mm-hmm. like do something useful make I'm yourself useful. work yeah <laughs> sound like grandma Oh, no, it yes, does work need,
1: yeah Take out washcloth. Right. Do them dishes.
2: Get the cobwebs uh-huh. up there and, uh, you can, you reach, can, them. Reach, yeah, there can tall, reach them. Reach up there tall, You can reach them a lot better than I could. Right. right. I want a ghost. Uh, I'd never change another
1: light bulb <laughs> in my
2: life. Get up there. I'll leave it out for you. Better be changed when I get home. Or right. I'm getting the sage and Palo Santo <laughs> in your butt's grass.
1: Right. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave a laundry list for them.
2: Well, I mean, you got energy
1: to yeah. move crap around. You can move a broom. Yeah, look, if you ain't all pay bills. <laughs> yeah. Here's some chores. Everybody we'll li- contributes. Yeah, you can live here just fine. Don't mind. Here's some chores.
2: Even the dog has chores. She keeps me mentally sane. <laughs> That's her chore. <laughs> when I keeps pet her. In prison,
1: uh, right? <laughs> uh. How cute. So, Josh, I wanted to give you a review. Oh God. So our review for this episode comes from someone who named themselves Mysteries and True Crime. Lovely name. Perfect. Yeah. Their title for their review was New Fan. And the review was, I met Shane at CrimeCon
2: 2023.
1: We're sorry. <laughs> that <is> so <somewhat laughs> nice. So glad I found this podcast, exclamation point. So I, I don't know who they are because, of course, they just said that they were from mysteries and true crime. We just know they're a very intelligent. Yes, person. Yeah. because they like the show. Now there was no mention of Kim. Sorry, Kim.
0: Just one. You got that I one fan on one. Facebook.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe someday, Kim, someone will leave a review that says they liked Kim. Oh, I'll hold my breath. Hold, right now.
2: Well, if you'd smile <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't tell women to smile more.
1: No, (laughs) look at her. She's so pretty. So Kim, you just so pretty. We
2: give her a hard time because we love. We just love you so much.
1: She does.
2: I'm really beginning to feel ill.
1: (laughs) Well, all right, Josh. Go ahead and give us your bless your heart.
2: Well, today's bless your heart comes from Georgia, where a 72 year old man has recently graduated from college, and in the audience so precious was his 99 year old mother that's awesome sam kaplan of lawrenceville georgia decided to go back to school at georgia gwinnett college in 2019 for cinema studies after hearing about it on the radio he said that the day after he heard it he was enrolling in classes with the aspiration to transform his narratives into screenplays now, he did admit that the journey was a mix of anxiety and excitement, but that it proved to be profoundly rewarding, and he even graduated with a 3.97 GPA and summa cum laude honors. Cum. <laughs> laude. Spelled the same too. i I'm like, what the heck? I didn't know that was a, something we could do. I would have
1: s- studied at the dean, and ago? all
2: it got me was an excuse to get out of classes. To top off with his grand finale of college, at his graduation, his 99-year-old mother, Virginia Kaplan, was in the audience, cheering him on. With pride, Virginia said, I am so proud of him, he has faced numerous challenges, but persevered. I am delighted, pleased, and incredibly proud. With his new degree, he's going to excel in whatever he does, and who knows, I might even make an appearance in the movies. (laughs) This bless your heart shows us that the enduring pursuit of knowledge and the power of support of a loving mother proves that it is never too late to follow one's dreams. To both Sam and his mother, Virginia, I give a very big bless your heart. And Sam, I am excited to see your first film. May you plow straight into the end of your row. Oh, Another Southern (laughs) phrase of the day.
1: That's cute. Nice. Yeah, and if you have a good Southern phrase or a good mystery for us, don't forget, go to our new website to tell it to us. What is our new website? Well, it's, it's okay, and that will take you to our new fabulous website.
2: And don't forget to follow Mystery Inc. on Instagram or join us on Patreon to hear our bonus episodes of Unmask that we do right after our regular ones soon as I get back from the bathroom <laughs> Find us on both platforms Under at It's Mystery Inc And don't forget to join us on Facebook at Shane and Josh's Rabbit Hole So we can interact with you all More Yeah, But if you plan to go on it and try to post something Negative like that one lady did <coughs> You can stick it where the sun don't shine
1: You are going to be dead To us
2: Right like we don't review everything Oh no <laughs> <Lord> <laughs> like
1: Shane what the hell lord and don't forget guys you can also come watch us and see our beautiful faces and you can see kim's face too <laughs> on youtube yes on youtube on the tube you can watch it on the tube that sounds dirty the tur- on the tube
0: yeah. i don't like it when you're nice to me it makes you makes me think you're up to something
1: or that you have a medical issue that you've not been taught about
0: yeah. Have you talked to my doctor? I have. I have
2: something to tell you, Kim. At least it's not syphilis.
1: You are not sure. the father.
2: <laughs> we would like to give a special thank you, Jesus, to our loyal and brilliant patrons and your exceptional taste in podcast. Shout out to Angelica C., who is our newest patron. Mm. Thank you, darling. We appreciate you and hope that you enjoy Unmasked. You are as smart as a tree full of owls. And that's the third and oh. final Southern phrase of the day. Oh, t- Boy, he just I couldn't decide which one. Man. I was like, I'm going to put them all in there. <laughs> well. We got a whole book. Right. <laughs> right. So join us on Unmasked and we will talk at you all later.
1: Yeah. Goodbye. All right. Bye, guys. All right, let's go.